Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. It's time to wake up, recover from last night's mess, and get your fix of sports caffeine. It's time to kickstart your day with the latest sports news and opinions. Get ready. Sports Caffeine is live in three, two, one. And welcome, everybody. It is another edition of Sports Caffeine. It's time to wake up, get that cup of coffee, dust off the coronavirus blues. And welcome to the Sports Caffeine. I am one of your hosts, Dale Bushman, here on FanStreamSports.com and FanStream Sports, the app. Joining me as usual is Chip and Kristen. Kristen in the Love Shack. Chip and what did you name your place? Settle Shack. The Settle Shack and, of course, me at the the Bush Bungalow. And uh, I am now... I'm so proud of you for remembering all of that. Well, remembering two out of three, I guess. Hey, two out of three ain't bad. (laughs) Two out of three in bed. And Meatloaf would say. Yeah, that's right. There you go. That's right. Uh, I have now – so I've started to to make tally marks on how many times I've watched Frozen and Frozen 2 uh, because my daughter uh, is obsessed with this movie. So I am now watching Frozen 2 probably for the 123rd time total. No. Yes. What's your favorite part? Um, well, I will say this. Uh, Frozen 2, not as good as the first one. Um, songs aren't as good. The plot's all over the place. Uh, plot holes everywhere. I usually don't do that for animated movies, but uh, Frozen 2 was definitely um, not that great. Frozen 1, on the other hand, I mean, yeah, plot holes everywhere, but the songs are what made the movie. But I, I am going Frozen insane. I, I cannot stand this movie. I do have to tell you, I've seen Frozen 2 like four times in the past week because I have been babysitting in lieu of bartending. And I have not watched it once. I let the girl watch it. And I'm usually going to my phone on Twitter or whatever is going on, you know, between coronavirus and free agency, just lots to read. So I couldn't tell you one part of that movie after having seen it four times this week. Not one part. I will tell you this. Uh, if you watch it enough, you will start to go to sleep with the songs in your head. And that's not a good thing. So I have to I, each and every night I have to make sure I smoke a little weed just to calm just to like make sure my brain goes brain dead. That way I don't have to think of frozen songs while I go to sleep. So I will tell you. So. Now, what in the world is frozen, by the way, coming from the bachelor with no kids, no babysitting <laughs> jobs? So frozen. Fro- so, Chip, OK, if you're not informed, you really don't know anything about frozen. Come on. I, I know there was a movie. I know there's kid characters. I mean, to talk about winter and what animals do. No. When, I mean, what is um, I don't know. I don't know. So Frozen 1 is about uh, these two daughters. One's got magical Frozen powers, and she doesn't want anybody to know. For some odd God reason, it's it's weird. If I had powers where I could freeze stuff, I'd be showing that off every single day. Like, I'd be freezing stuff. Well, I mean, but Mr. Freeze? I mean, come on. No, he, not he like... Was out there. Yeah, but Mr. Freeze was a notorious crime crime person. No, yeah. this, is, this is way okay. different. This is, this is Elsa, who's the one that's got the Frozen powers... Uh, I can't believe we're talking about Frozen on a sports show. Uh, so she's got powers. <laughs> they she all of a sudden reveals them to everybody. They all think she's created like a weird mutant monster. She goes running off, and her sister goes after her. And then all uh, accidentally, Elsa freezes her sister's heart. So they need like an act of true love to get everything fixed and back to normal. There's songs, dance, 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 song, song, song. And then there's betrayal by a boyfriend. Then there's like a love interest with a don with a. With all a right, rain- I'm yeah. you up right there. Thank you, that thank you. Like a, a previous it, relationship I was in, so I'm done. Oh, okay. I'm good. It's it's, a, it's it's more of a girl power movie. Yeah. It's not like Prince Charming comes and saves the princess. So it's about these two sisters being powerful. And it's supposed to be like there's no like male lead really, like yeah. the yeah. snowman. So it's actually supposed to be like um, hashtag me too. Yeah, girl power kind of movie. So powerful <laughs> woman that cuts off guys completely and just acts like. Like she's the one, right? It's basically saying that all women are ice queens. That's what it's. <laughs> no offense, no offense, say, Kristen. I've known no a offense. Couple women that already act that way and they don't have any power. <laughs> no offense, yeah. Kristen. Kristen's like you, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, as I was say, um, speaking of our girls, since you know everything's been cut short with uh, 
at coronavirus, no NCAA tournaments and stuff. They started giving out some of the AP awards for the NCAA basketball, I know. And uh, Sabrina Ionescu, is that how you say it? Oregon yeah. women's basketball player, really good friend of Kobe Bryant, won the AP um, women's basketball player of the year. And I believe the AP men's basketball player of the year and coach of the year came from the University of Dayton. Really? Which is actually pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. I saw this today go by. Um, which is actually pretty cool. So Dayton didn't get to play. They're, you know, a Cinderella story this year. And they, they did get some AP awards. So congratulations to those two guys from Dayton out there. She she is headed for the WNBA. She is a senior this year. Is that correct, uh, Kristen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. She was the only person in NCAA history to have a career with 2,000 points, 1,000 assists, and 1,000 rebound, rebounds. Wow. wow. Which is just an incredible, incredible accomplishment. Now, I, wow. I feel I, – I kind of feel like uh, – I don't watch women's sports. I don't, you know. I'm, I'm, I, I, I try to, uh, especially when the women's World Cup comes along because they, they dominate all the time, and it's fine to see, you know, fun to see them win, and 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 beat the rest of the teams in the world. When it comes to the men's, not so much. But uh, when it comes to women's basketball, I'm just, I, I only know a couple of, uh, of players. I know uh, Della Doan from, I don't even know what team she's on, and then yeah, just her. So, um, but yeah, I, I wish women's sports would be put more to the forefront than, uh, you know, and be equal. So, but yeah, well, now, that's, that's good for you. Her. Bring up the World Cup. Speaking of every four years, they have now decided to postpone the Olympics. I this saw year. that. Um, well, it was in Tokyo, so they give a date like it's going to be the following summer or up to the following summer. I wasn't clear on what was going on with that. So does that mean they're going to? Does that mean they're going to skip uh, a year and like have it every four yeah. and a half years now? I think they said it could be up to a year. Oh, so so yeah. that might be three. Yeah, I wonder would they just yeah like go every four years now it'll be twenty one twenty one to twenty twenty five or would they just do three years in between the next one? Well, or? I think because to I think this year is a leap year maybe it shouldn't matter. Because <laughs> there's an extra day of year, <laughs> so you're so well, That would mean every Olympics took place in a leap year because ah. if it was every four years. I Every mean, Olympic year was a leap would year. Be, would be a leap year, correct. Damn you, so coronavirus. Fun, fun Olympic trivia I have for you for some reason. Ryan Lochte has a sister. Ryan Lochte, our Olympic swimmer, planning on being in Tokyo. Sir, who has a birthday on February 29th. So every year if she had a birthday, I guess, he could be in the Olympics, which don't ask me why I know that, but I know that. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you why you know that, but that's 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 good to know for Jeopardy. Every leap year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Jeopardy. All right, so, so we've got. We must reschedule a date beyond 2020, but not later than summer of 2021. The state of the athletes and everybody involved. Okay, so we so added a we'll we see. added a new uh, segment to the morning show since we're on streaming live on FanStreamSports.com in the app, where we kind of go over what new shows we've been streaming and watching on Netflix, Hulu, uh, Amazon Prime. I actually started to watch Mad Men because I'd never really watched it before last night. What'd you think? Uh, it's uh, pretty awesome. I wish I would have been born back in the 50s where I could like drink whiskey and uh, smoke cigars in the office and not do all the philandering that Don Draper have, did. <laughs> did it make you want to have an old-fashioned? Yes, it did make me want to have an old-fashioned. I will say that. It <laughs> did make me not want to live like Don Draper because he is such a scumbag, but it uh, that it's a great show so far. I'm on episode uh, four on season one right now. And was that on Hulu or is that on Netflix? That is on Netflix. And uh, so when did that show come out? That came out in 2011. So, yeah, that is funny. I remember I was bartending back in Gainesville in 2011, and all of a sudden, like, we had a mad rush for uh, old fashions. All of a sudden, it became really popular again. I was like, what the hell is going on? Why does everybody want old fashioned? They're really annoying to make. As a bartender, you got to muddle the orange, you know, you got the sugar. And it turned out because Dom Draper's character brought the old fashioned back into um, as a as a popular drink again, so you can thank Mad Men, Mad Men for that. Yeah, Mad, Mad Men, Men which uh, which which premiered on July nineteenth, two thousand and seven, and ran to two oh, thousand wow. yeah two thousand and fifteen. So an eight year show in uh, on AMC. It was it's, so far it's so so good. I, I like it so far, and I think every time now I should probably drink an old fashioned just to get in character. What bourbon do you prefer in your old fashioned? Ooh, uh, I'm a big Knob Creek guy, and then uh, okay. Angel. I think it's Angel Eyes. Which I think it's Angel Envy. Angel and yeah, Angel's Envy. That's a great Angel's one. Angel's Envy. That's my favorite. That's a really good bourbon. That's a good one. Yeah, I uh, I gave that a bottle think, to my dad. It was good. It's good. I think this is a good idea. Now that Kristen, oh Bushman, we have a bartender in our midst. I know. Maybe we have a segment where we all make a drink. Ooh. Kristen can tell us, 
and then maybe we have kind of a drink tasting on certain segments. I like I, that. I can make an easy, you know, five-minute yeah. recipe to make a drink. Actually, Sean knows because he's been stuck at home with an out-of-work bartender right now, and he, he's been getting quite the selection of drinks. We did some Hendrix Gimlets. Uh, we did a few other things <laughs> around the house. So can you tell I'm bored? All I want to talk about is alcohol. So. <laughs> I'm like, you know, uh, don't order a Corona for me. It was our first episode. Now we got the old fashioned going. So. Now we could call the segment Sip It or Spit It. Boom. I like it. Oh. Lock it right. down, Chip. Sip it or spit it. Put it in the Google Doc. Okay. There yes, yes. Put it in the Google Doc uh, thing that we have now for fan stream right now. Does anybody have a drink in front of them? I have I a white have claw a, right now. Left over from last night's game night. Is that a Corona? That is. I unfortunately have uh, nothing in front of me right now. Except for what's wrong with you? Except for Frozen Two. Well, I will tell um, you, I will tell you my dilemma before we we start uh, really getting into the show because we got a lot to talk about today. Huge, huge show today. Um, so my wife, of course, you know, is a nurse at SMH. She's actually in the COVID unit, so she oh, really? she's in the front lines of everything. So she kind of made the decision decision last night. She's like, "Look, I think to not to put you and the kids at risk, I think I'm gonna." work for seven days she's on day one of seven day shift and then she's gonna stay at her parents house for the next like week and a half or so so i'm alone with my two-year-old and then our oldest is over at uh my brother and sister-in-law staying so it's just me and the baby right now so are her parents nervous well her mom's a her mom's a nurse as well and then her dad is a as a sheriff so they're not really that nervous i'm more wondering where the where the baby is right now she is in the room with me watching Frozen 2. Oh, oh okay. No wonder we've been talking about that so much. Because she was on our conference call this morning. Yes. Absolutely adorable. Yes. Yeah. Do you think I would yeah, actually I watch Riley, Frozen 2 Riley on my own, Kristen? Come on. Come on. I'm sorry, what? I said, do you th- actually think I would watch Frozen 2 on my own? Come on. <laughs> um. So, well, speaking of shows, real quick, I started one today. It's called uh, Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. Okay. That has Reese Witherspoon and Carrie Washington into it. And I started it because it takes place in Shaker Heights, Ohio, which is actually a suburb outside of Cleveland where I grew up next door to. Um, So Uh, far, it takes place in 1997. They're on point. All the kids have pagers and the magazines, the music. Uh, Two episodes in. I'm enjoying it so far. Can't really tell you what's going on so much. Still trying to get I gave it two thumbs up already. All right, Chip. What do you got? Buddy, I'm doing Amazon. So I got Amazon Prime. So I'm doing the series The Hunters. Ooh. Al Pacino. And they're starting to, uh, they're hunting down Germans, Nazi Germans in the society now. I've... So it's actually been pretty cool. I'm on episode two, uh, and it's been pretty, I love it so far. I'm actually, I, keep on keeping on. I actually have started to watch that show. I'm on episode four. I've gotten so many people turned on to um, Hunters. It's a, it's a fantastic show. Al Pacino. It's fantastic in that, and it's brutal. It's a brutal show. I mean, that opening scene in the first episode. Yeah, the first episode, I was sitting there, and I was back in Atlanta when I watched it with my folks, and I was like, holy cow. It's called Hunters? Hunters, Hunters, yeah. yeah. All right. Amazon original series. All right, I got Amazon, too. Got all the services here, so we're good with that. All right, so that continues continues our segment of what we watch, and then we've got a new one called Sip It or Spit It. Coming, Coming to our next show. Chip with the names, I love it. Oh God, the pressure is on. I know. <laughs> All right, so yeah, like like I alluded to before, we've got a big show. A lot has been going on the past, I would say, twenty four hours since the last time we uh, have spoken to you guys. A couple of uh, players have been cut. Uh, a new logo was put out that looks god awful, like some kid that was blind made it. Uh, and then some some guys actually tried to try to apologize for something and a lot lot more. So we'll go into the guys that got cut. Steven Goskowski, the longtime kicker for the New England Patriots, got cut the other day, and also Cameron Newton, Cameron Newtown or Cam Newton uh, from the Carolina Panthers also got cut as well. So an end of an era in Carolina and also in New England again, a new another end of an era in uh, in New England as well. So guys, I wanted to get your take on let's let's go first with Cam Newton. Now Cam Newton is a free agent. He's been released. He can pretty much go anywhere. The 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 Carolina Panthers tried trading him to the Chargers and the Bears. The Bears said, "Hey, you know what? I'd rather take another I'd rather take a shittier quarterback than maybe take a chance on Cam by getting Nick Foles." So Cam is free to go wherever he wants. Do you think there's a market out there for Cam? Do you think he's going to land anywhere? Is it is it maybe he's going to be in the Jameis Winston situation where nobody's going to pick him up and he might have to sit out a year or wait till the uh, middle of the year to get picked up? What do you guys think? 
Well, we talked about this a little bit on the last show, and I said I think that if Cam doesn't get picked up, Jameis has no shot. And as I've been looking at it a little bit more, I'm hearing um, other GMs actually might be more interested in Jameis because, A, he did have 30 interceptions and a, a hell of a bunch of yards last year. Or, I mean, 30 touchdowns and a hell of a bunch of yards along with the 30 interceptions, where Cam's health has kind of been questionable almost through his whole career. I mean, the guy has set, has ended seasons quite early you know, and he's been dealing with this foot injury. I think he has maybe a neck injury, a shoulder injury in the past. So um, I'm kind of swaying my ideas now that if somebody is going to pick him up, I think they both have potential to be a backup. Then maybe you would want to look at Jameis first somewhere in Oakland or somewhere in, you know, maybe New England who said they're not interested. But I think that, yeah, if Jameis uh, doesn't get picked up, it's going to be a long shot for Cam too. Totally agree. Kind of what we said before. Both these guys got to kind of, restructure how they think they're not really starters or they're not going to have the opportunity to be starters unless an injury comes up uh, or unless you have a place obviously where people are looking to to find a quarterback but just listen to this Carolina as far as what they've gone through we all know Luke Keekley uh, just kind of up and retiring his cap his cap hit was almost it was 11.8 million cam had a fairly nominal cap hit as far as dead cap money which was only two mil but they just their organization as a whole has changed to day and night leaders of their their quarterback their defensive leader all those guys are gone now they've signed younger players they're looking at a lot of college players i know they signed uh robbie anderson today which i like uh so we'll have to see what happens but yeah a lot of big changes in uh carolina college coach as well so we'll see what happens I look at it this way for Cam. I think the the best landing spot with him would be for the Chargers, but since they didn't want to make a trade for him, I I, I don't know where Cam could go. Maybe Jacksonville. Jacksonville's making to look a splash and, and sign him for reasonably reasonable money. Um, I, yeah, the, the Panthers look, they're almost looking like a sleek new team. I mean, you've got Teddy Bridgewater under center. You've got Christian McCaffrey. Now you've got, you brought in Robbie Anderson, who is who could be a number one. Four four uh, for Teddy to throw to, and then you know they're they're going to be going into the draft and seeing what's up. They did trade Kyle Allen the other day to Washington, so right now it's just the Teddy Bridgewater show. Is it? it do you think Carolina's probably going to go in the draft and draft a quarterback just for insurance policy, or maybe get Andy Dalton on a, on the cheap as a backup? What do you th- guys think there as a backup for for Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina? Well, it sounds like they're going younger, you know, with everything they're doing. You know, trying. I don't think they want to bring in an Andy Dalton who's probably past his prime, and who knows how many years he has left. So I, I, I see something, you know, maybe in the draft, or you know, maybe you look at a Jameis, a guy who's been in the division. Um, this division is going to be super competitive this year with Tom Brady here in Tampa. You know, you still have the Saints who are always competitive, and you never know what you're getting with the, your Falcons there, Chip. Like they could be getting your girlies over there, so. Um, but maybe they do like insider with information on the Bucks as a backup. Maybe that's where Jameis ends up landing. Maybe. I don't I think, like we said, all their receivers now, Curtis Samuels, DJ, uh, what is it, DJ? Um, DJ Moore. Thank you. All those guys run like four fours. So, and then you're adding a guy like a Robbie Anderson who at the, you know, whenever he ran at the combine, he was around, he was right around a four four. So. Curtis Samuel, who's still there, ran a four three eight, I think, or something in, in the lower range. But that means if you're in the NFC South, you better have two fast corners that can sit and deal with some of these guys. Because, you know, Bridgewater, he can look – he looks in the intermediate routes. We don't see him throw a lot of deep, deep balls. But he's really effective at that 15 to 25-yard window. So you look at a lot of slants, and you're going to look at guys that can stretch the field. So, I mean, if you're if you're in the NFC South, you better start looking at corners. If you don't have them, you better get them. I look at this as as a definite opportunity for yes, honey. I, we're recording right now. You're gonna have to shut your mouth, uh, especially for 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 Cam and for Jameis. They might have to. Well, I don't know about Cam, but Jameis is maybe have to. He's gonna have to take a back seat to somebody uh, if he gets signed by a team. Cam. <sighs> Maybe Cam has gonna is gonna have to compete for a job if he goes anywhere, but I don't I don't see the market for him going to such places. I mean, Jacksonville is one. 
Uh, if if the Chargers didn't want to trade for Cam, maybe the Chargers can say, you know what, we're going to sign the guy instead of just uh, trading away picks or something for him. So it's going to be interesting. He's going to have a one-year prove-it exactly. one prove deal. Yeah, exactly. And, and plus, we don't know how he is coming off those two injuries that he had. I mean, this is Cam Newton where he's he's a banged-up guy. I mean, he, he, had, he was pretty much out the whole season last year with his injury, so – if you sign Cam, you've got to give him at that prove deal. You're right, Chip. You've got to give him say, hey, you've got to come in here and prove us that you're you're healthy. 100% is the first thing, and then you're able to play in our system because of, of what's going on with you and your body and everything. So, yeah, that's a good point to bring up. So another guy that was cut this, uh, this past week was Steven Goskowski, uh, who was on the New England Patriots and one of the, uh, the all-time scoring leaders on that team as well and won a couple championships with them. So, Looks like the Patriots are just cutting, cutting dead weight and cutting all the guys that uh, you know were friends with Tom Brady. They just kind of want to get the ghost of Tom Brady out of that stadium and that uh, that locker room. So Stephen Goskowski, um, is it uh, you know maybe I'm sure a team is is going to probably pick him up. I'm sure maybe the Colts will say, hey, we've got we used to have one uh, co- uh, one Patriots kicker. Why not get another one and just uh, let Adam Vinatieri just ride off into the sunset? So. Is there a market out for, for Steven Goskowski, Kristen? Do you think he's going to be uh, landing somewhere, or is it uh, time for him to hang up the cleats? I think he absolutely is. In this NFL right now, with so many missed kicks, I mean, you can see, like, the Bucks have drafted kickers, like, in high rounds recently. You In this league, you want a proven thing. And, I mean, like, now Adam and Perry, as you say, proved himself that he was very, very bad last year. But there's been so many missed kicks in this league that if I could get a Goskowski and I, I'm unsure a kicker, yeah, I'm, I'm signing him, like, he wasn't bad last year. Um, I think he missed a few, but I don't think he was anywhere near that. Like he's gone in the league at all. Yeah, I mean, she agrees. See, yeah, this was a only for the day, the 2019 season. I think was he either injured or something? It says he only had four games played. He was seven of eight for field goals, and he was 15, 11 for 15 on PAT. So. Um, you know, not bad, but I don't know. This is a guy that's won Super Bowls. He's won three, and I think he's been to six. So he knows what a pressure kick looks like, and he's been there before. So why not sign him to a deal and, you know, put him a kicker or put him on your roster to help the special teams? I don't know what the Patriots were kind of thinking when they did this because, Christian, you're right. How many games have we looked at where teams have lost by – you know, a field goal, or people are missing extra points constantly. We all know Chicago loves kickers, and they always want a kicker. So, I mean, I don't know. I think the market will be really good, uh, and someone's going to sign him. He won't. He won't not have a job for long. I do want to circle back real quick to the uh, Panthers. They they did sign PJ Walker from the XFL to his year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So they do have someone there to back up. I mean, of course, he has not played. He may have played in the NFL before as a third stringer for. Um, I think it was the Colts is who he was on. I can't remember. But, yeah, so T.J. Walker did get signed, too. So, you know, Carolina's pretty set right now. And I think their coach has actually coached P.J. Walker. Matt Rule, I oh. think that – I think either okay. at Memphis or I think either in – it wasn't in um, Texas, but I think he's actually coached him before. So, I think that'll be something that they're going to know. They're already going to be in sync a little bit on how to work together and how to get things moving. I think that also goes to show you that the XFL is starting to be a success. Now that you've got teams noticing these guys that are playing the XFL and they're getting signed by NFL teams, you know, the XFL is, is now it's the feeder. It's the feeder of talent that, that that's out there where teams are looking at too. So congratulations to P.J. Walker for getting signed. Uh, I mean, he was fantastic throughout the whole XFL brief XFL season that just happened this year. I can't. I'm, Man, I'm, it was so fun. I know. I'm kind of upset because they had a lot of momentum, and it was a really fun league, and I am really upset that they had to cut it short, obviously, for reasons that we all know why, but I, I think that they come next year when they do decide to come back. Um, it's going to – because before, you know, we're all like, what's going to happen? Is anyone going to go to the games? Is it going to suck? Is it going to be fun? And now we all know it's actually fun, and it's high-paced, and these teams are already built now, so they can be working, you know, in the offseason together, and they know each other. So I think the XFL next year is something really, really to look forward to. It's going to be fun. My favorite part yeah. of watching the XFL was when they had uh, the Beer Cup Snake. Did you see it? Uh, I think it was the D.C. game where they had it almost almost to the back row, and even Oliver Luck himself came and put a cup in the snake. Did you guys see that? 
I saw that. Yeah, I saw that replay, and that is awesome. Like these games are fun. Like people are here to have fun. It's a good time, and I was really impressed with the one game I did cover for the Vipers. How much fun I had doing it. It was a was, long day, but it was a blast. Was it a was it a serious tone in that uh, press box? In the press, in the press <laughs> box, it actually was. You know, you know, everyone respects the rules of the press box. So it was very, very quiet, very serious. But then at halftime, I went down to the concourse to go meet up with my boyfriend and some friends and just say hi and. It was just so much fun. Oh, my God. People people were just having a blast. It was a good time. Hey, guys, some breaking news just coming across. The Packers have signed Devin Funches. Ooh, I like that. Their wide receiver core. I like that for Aaron Rodgers. That's a good uh, th- That's a good signing. I like that. He was, he, he was with Carolina, wasn't he? He was. He was with the Colts, I believe. Yeah, he oh, was yeah. he 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 started his career in Carolina. Then he moved to the Colts. I think he had a problem with the drop season. I think that's why Carolina released him. Um, yep. But I think that's good for Aaron Rodgers. He gives them a, another option besides uh, Devontae Adams and everything. So that's good. Good for him. All right. So moving along, guys. Before we get to the seven o'clock or the I'm sorry, the half an hour part of our window. show window, the window. Thank you, Chip. Of course, you can listen to the Sports Caffeine on FanStreamSports.com and FanStreamSports the app where you'll hear our show continuously along with other shows that we are bringing onto the network. One of those shows is the Loose, Cannon, Loose Cannons podcast, hosted by Samar Ali and his cast of characters. Uh, you can find Samar on Twitter. He's one of those uh, really, really intense Bucks fans that's on there, and he's really active online, so make sure you, you give him a shout as well. And speaking of the Bucks, Tom Brady had his, I guess, official press conference today to introduce him as the new newest Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback. Um, it's kind of... Kind of a lackluster one because of what's going on in the landscape with the coronavirus. You know, we didn't get to see him hold up the jersey. There wasn't really a, a pomp and circumstance, which I'm sure we'll probably will have down the line. But excuse me, I'm about to sneeze. Maybe I'll have the coronavirus. Uh, but the press conference was today. Didn't know if you guys got to take a listen to it. Uh, I got to take uh, – I was able to hear a little bit of um, his answers from uh, a few of the, the questions that he was asked. And I was telling JP uh, this on his show. If there was ever – a person to put on how to do a press conference correctly and how to do it right. Tom Brady is not only the goat in the NFL, but he's the goat at doing press conferences. I mean, this guy had every correct answer ready to go for the types of questions that he was being asked. Did you guys get to hear that at all today? It was on at noon. I saw, I, I heard a few snippets, but you know, it's nice to see a press conference with someone who knows what they're talking about these days. Cause I've seen a lot of confusing press conferences in the news recently. So that was very nice and calm and collective. And the, the, the tidbits I heard were great. I love how he's talking about wanting to learn from Bruce Arians and the coaches and learning a new system and learning the terminology. And he just seems so eager. You know, he doesn't seem like a, 42-year-old guy who's washed up just trying to steal $50 million out of a team. Mm-hmm. He seems like a guy who wants to be here, who wants to win, who wants to learn more. Like, the guy probably knows more than most people know, coaches and players combined, about the quarterback position. You know, he's won so many championships that I love his enthusiasm to want to learn more and want to better himself, become a better quarterback here. I really love the fact that by by hearing him, you know, say what, hey, look, I'm, I'm here to, to do my job. I'm here to, to win with this team. Not, not – you know, all be about him, him, him. He was he was really talking about, hey, I, I want to come in, I want to learn the systems, I want to talk to. His first thing, what he did to request was he requested all the players' numbers, and that to me shows that he's he's here. He's he's the real deal. He's not he's not here to just to collect a paycheck. He wants to reach out to his players and get acclimated with them. So when OTAs come along, they all have a good relationship. And I thought that was you know awesome. And, and you know we sh- we couldn't you know, ask for anything more from Tom Brady except for a couple of championships for, for how long he's going to be here. But just the way he was talking, like, hey, you know, I think uh, one of the reporters asked him about the no-risk-it-no-biscuit attitude, and, and Tom was like, look, I've been following Bruce Arians' offensive schemes for a long time, and I, you know, I know what's going to be expected of me. So coming into the system and, and knowing what I have to do is, you know, I'm here to do that. I'm not here to just, you know, be Tom Brady and be in the Tampa Bay uh, market. And what, the cool thing about it is, too, him, he could have gone anywhere. Like, Giselle could have been in his ear, like, Thomas, you need to go, you need to go here, you need to go there, you need to go here. But he came to Tampa Bay. It's crazy. I, I, I wanted to be, I, if I was a fly on the wall, I want to be that fly that has that, that pitch to Tom Brady to have him come here. Because whatever Jason Light said, that you're selling ice to Eskimos, and you're not only selling ice to Eskimos, you're selling Tampa Bay to Tom Brady. That's fantastic. 
Yeah, and Jason and Jason Light has been notoriously criticized over his entire career about not being able to land the big guy or not or signing the wrong guys. You know, he's been criticized for a lot of mistakes in his past and the coaching changes and stuff. So um, it's surprising. But I think, hey, you, like you got to speak about the other factors too. We have beautiful weather here in Tampa Bay. You have no state income tax. You got Bruce Arians, the quarterback whisperer, is his name. You know, like I understand. Um, the Chargers sound like a good fit for Tom Brady, but you know they're still dealing with a, a fairly new coach out there, and you know, they didn't have they didn't resign Melvin Gordon. I just almost think like it was right in front of our faces and we didn't see it, so we were all kind of shocked about it. But what a natural fit it really is. Yeah, he talked yeah. about he talked about his family, like hey, you know I'm I'm a dad, I've got you know four kids, I, I've got it, you know I'm readjusting my life of where I want my family to go to. Like it was it was really. He is – I mean, not only is he going to be in competition with, with Kevin Kiermaier, who's probably one of the most handsome men in Tampa Bay, but he's he's the GOAT. He's coming to Tampa Bay. I know I had to put that out there. I'm sorry. Tom Brady – okay, I'm, I'm a woman on the show, and I'll let you know. Tom Brady, sure, he's a, he's a good-looking guy. I have never had him like, the top ten or, you know, your whole pass. Or, I never was like, oh, Tom Brady is so sexy. Like, you want to talk sexy athletes like David Beckham. Oh, yeah, he's up there. Tom Brady has never been. Yeah, but Christian, David guy, Beckham's got so. that helium voice. He's got a, oh, yeah, okay, you know, we're going to play some soccer right now, and then uh, we're going to kick the ball with my Spice Girl, Spice Girl wife. He's got that helium voice. You know, he, he doesn't have to talk. <laughs> but I will have to say, you know, with, with KK and Tom Brady, I'm going to give KK the, the win here. Those eyes, you just were lost in those eyes, you know. There Tom you Brady go. doesn't have those eyes. I remember we found so out they were green, like, not blue. It's Sounds like he's got an uphill battle to, to dethrone KK. Uh, for now. <laughs> for now. It's, it's it's really fantastic because now Tampa Bay has now become kind of like the focal point. If we could become title town. I mean, the Lightning are, are playing well. The Rays are being hyped up to be a contender for the World Series. And then now you've got Tom Brady coming to Tampa Bay and, and, and going to be leading the, the Tampa Bay Bucks, hopefully to the promised land. And I said this on our first show. It's like I'm so optimistic because this could blow up in their face. But you never know. I mean, this could work out for, for everybody in general because that stadium is going to be packed. I, I know they're already starting to sell out jerseys, for even though the colors haven't been introduced yet because uh, you know the Tampa Bay, are they're changing colors and everything. They're changing uniforms. They're selling out with Brady jerseys already, like the, the sellouts for, for ticket sales. It's crazy. I mean, now you're going to have a packed stadium when it's got awful weather in Florida, but it's, it's going to be awesome. Well, you know what, though? It's, it's, it's also like – really nice to see and almost a relief to see because a WrestleMania was supposed to be here in a couple yep, weeks, you know, right. we, we lost that and, you know, we lost a lot of tourism season, tourism season. The NCAA tournament was supposed to have rounds one and two in Emily arena. So you've lost all that revenue from, you know, the lightning home games. So to have people buying stuff and generating some sort of economy in the Tampa area, it's actually a blessing in disguise along with us getting Tom Brady. It's also going to generate income from the area, you know, because some of those Bucks games are either empty or t- filled with fans of other teams. I'm, so. I'm sure the businesses off of Dale Mabry uh, are going to enjoy this a lot. And I'm talking about yeah. those gentlemen's clubs, like 2001 Odyssey and Mons Venus <laughs> and the Gold Club. I'm thinking sports bars. I'm like, I wonder if the press box is still there. I really love that sports bar. Totally other direction. <laughs> so, guys, answer me this. Is Tom Brady going to get his number? Will he get 12? I think he will. Right now, Chris Godwin right, has it. Right now, twelve is taken. Yep. So, he, uh, Chris Godwin. Godwin. Chris Godwin has Godwin. it. Yeah. That was uh, Chris. Uh, uh, Chip. I'm glad you that you brought that up. That was one of the questions that one of the reporters asked him today. Was, um, you know, are you going to be able to get number twelve from Chris Godwin? He kind of sidestepped it, uh, like a good politician does. Where hey you know uh, you know we'll talk about it and we'll, we'll go from there. So well, because uh, his brand is actually TB12, right? Oh, his whole brand right. is like I say. Sometimes when a player changes teams, they like to do a new number or something new, something yeah. fresh. But if your brand name is based on TB12, you kind of need the 12. Look, I'm sure if sure, uh, I'm sure gonna provide a very nice present to Chris. Godwin yeah, I'm sure if Tom Brady flashes like some dollar dollar bills, y'all to Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin's gonna be like, yeah, you can have Guys. it, bro. Now, fancy. Now, take take. Let me take you for a ride for a second here, and think about this. If you're Tom Brady and you're TB12, you've got millions of dollars invested in your brand. You have shops, you have lines of clothing, you got hats, you got supplements, and you don't want to be with the Patriots. You go to TB Tampa Bay. Well, mm-hmm. ah, genius. Riddle me that. Genius. Oh, TB. Well, it all comes full circle now. Full circle. 
Chip, I'm glad that you brought that up because Barstool uh, Sports came out with uh, two new shirts for Tom Brady. One is uh, Tom Brady as the face of the the Bucko Bruce of the of the old yep. logo, and then the other one is a black shirt that has TB uh, times TB. So yes, it's it, it was probably in the car. He he probably looked at this and going. I'm a marketing genius. I'm going to make so he's much money. He's been thinking about this for years. Like, oh, yeah. literally 10 years ago. He's like, can't wait till I double these contracts and I can go to Tampa Bay. He was he was probably hoping Jameis would screw up this past season and go, you know what? Now it's mine. It's all Like, he was on mine. draft day, round six comes, and Tom Brady's like, please be the Bucs. I really want to be seeing TV. It, like, literally goes back all the way to 2003 or whenever he was drafted. 2001, yeah. I can't remember. So I'm on, I'm on Barstool Sports right now. I'm on their online store. So there's uh, – there's four uh, types of Tom Brady merchandise you can get. There's one. It looks freaking awesome. It's Tom Brady with an eye patch and the eye black underneath, and he's got no helmet on. So he looks like uh, J- J- Captain Jack Sparrow but with a buzz cut. And then uh, <laughs> you've got the the Tom Brady uh, jersey, uh, but it's like the old Buccaneer creamsicle uh, uniforms with him as Bucko Bruce. Oh, yeah. yeah, that one's awesome. Yep, and then you've got a there's a long sleeve shirt one, and then you've got the TV times TV. So I'm actually I'm gonna be purchasing a couple of T-shirts from Barcelona uh, about that. So yeah, take my money. Yeah, and I mean like we said earlier too, in the, in the, the our inaugural show I think it was, or no, it was our second show because Brady hadn't signed it yet. But you got Patrick Holmes coming to town. Yep. You got Aaron Rodgers coming to town. Andrew you Brees. Have Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Matt Ryan. Obviously, I'm trying to see who else they play. I can't remember who they play for the rest of the season, but it's going to be awesome. I mean, Draymond James is going to be rocking, and it's going to be. And they raised the ticket prices actually, which I think is kind of bullshit on that one. Like these guys <sighs> have been coming years, and like all of a sudden Tom Brady we're going to raise the prices, but whatever. People are buying them, so that's awesome. That matchup yep. with him and Mahomes, that's that's got to be a Monday night game. Or Sunday be night. Prime time. It, yeah, yeah, it has to be for that showdown with Tom Brady and Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, against the the reigning Super Bowl championship champions, the, the the Kansas City Chiefs. That that to me is a marquee matchup. That has to be on primetime. Has to. I gotta tell you, even though I'm a Falcons fan, and I will always be a Falcons fan in my heart, I am going to fully embrace covering the Buccaneers this year and have a blast being able to. Watch him play and just watch them as a whole, as a team, uh, to see what happens. Do you so want? Do you want me to ride. purchase a, a Tom Brady shirt for you? Do you want me to do that? Because I will. You don't. No, <laughs> you don't have to do that. But I think that Tampa and Kristen already alluded to this. I think that in a, you know, in a time that we're currently in, and the sports that we're going to be here, I think this is a great uh, boost. This will be great for everybody, especially the organization. You have a lot of local guys here, obviously, that were Bucks players, and really they give back to the community. So like we were saying before, you have the ultimate teammate, the ultimate captain, uh, the guy that you're getting in Tom Brady. So this will this season I'm really looking forward to covering the games, obviously, uh, and hopefully getting a chance to get in there and, and watch a couple too. So should be fun. I mean, it's a great schedule. Besides the whole AFC or NFC South, you have, like you said, Green Bay, Minnesota, and uh, Kirk Cousins, the other yep. m- multi-million-dollar man. Uh, the Chiefs, <laughs> and then you got the Chargers and the Rams. So both LA teams are coming to town too. So yep. it's actually a pretty good home schedule for the Bucks there. So um, speaking of LA teams, Kristen, that's a great segue. I like that. That's got. I don't know. She's oh, magic. That's great. That's, that's magical. That's what I'm here for. Smooth as silk. <laughs> I like that. So speaking of LA teams, uh, an LA team actually just debuted their logo and i'm saying this while not throwing up in my mouth uh the los angeles the the los angeles rams debuted (laughs) their logo which looks god awful uh it's well it's yeah it's god awful uh i don't know why they they changed the the current one uh to this it looks like somebody was blind and then did photoshop or did adobe i feel like you're I feel like you're really insulting blind people here by saying that. I, I like I, I'm sorry. You know what? Better. I apologize to our <laughs> blind. Uh, insulting to blind people. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize to our blind listeners out there. I'm not trying to make See? fun you of you. You've done a better job. I'm sorry. I, I actually apologize. am looking at um, a website right now which has fan and player reactions. And one guy compared it to the Internet Explorer logo, which I can see that. <laughs> I can see that as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You still have the ram horn in there. It's I don't, just a little too round. It looks like what it looks like what the LA uh, WNBA team should be. It's a little too round and soft for me. I think is what it is. This almost looks like um, like a what a soccer team could have. I see that as well. Yeah. Yeah, and 
the fan redesign was a lot better. Was that the one that our, our good buddy Rob Rob from Blitzalytics did? Yes. Yes. He, I believe so. He did a fantastic job on that. So if you guys don't know who Rob Rob is, Rob Rob is, uh, is he's a fan. He's a, he's a friend of our show. He's on Blitzalytics. He does a lot of logos. He's actually working on ours right now. So go check him out on, on Twitter. Uh, you can see his redesign of the Rams logo. So, okay, so overall, would you guys give this – okay, we'll go A through F. What would you guys give this? I would give it a C-. minus. It's not It's not terrible where I'm failing on, but I, they could have kept the old one, and I would have been fine with that. Dude, I like the new design. I mean, I'll go I'll go C. I like the newer – I mean, obviously, that the first one, the L.A. and the whore, the kick. I don't – I mean, everybody threw up. They saw that. So the redesigned one is, is better. So, yeah, I'll go C. I will go with a D minus, and I say that because they stole uh, the Angelo State University logo. You have to look it which up. one? Angelo State University. You have to look it up. Angelo State University. It's like a carbon copy of that logo. I'm looking it up right now as we speak. You're going to get my live reaction live here on the Sports Cafe. Evan, um, you know yeah, Twitter? they did. <laughs> and they're actually the Rams as well. The ASU Rams? Yeah. Wow, the, so. the Angelo State Rams. Yeah, huh? yeah. what'd you yeah. guys think? Yeah. Carbon copy, yeah, yeah. total ripoff. Was the, uh, is the graphic designer for the LA Rams a graduate student, or a graduate of Angelo State, I'm wondering? I don't know, but I think so, I think somebody in the marketing department is going to actually lose their job with LA. I mean, that's that's a of course t- they would total ripoff. They might have to get a new logo. If I'm Angelo State, I am getting on the phone with my lawyers immediately. I would too. <laughs> some money for that, yeah. <laughs> that trademark. Sure, Angelo State could use some grants right now. Money. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I think it's got off. I think the the mockups were even worse than that. They look terrible. I'm glad they didn't release it. But you know what? It's L.A. It's not my team. Whatever. I'm, ex- I'm just excited to see what the Bucks come out with for the third league. I think they're going to the throwbacks uh, to when they went to the Super Bowl, that color scheme. So that's good. I like um, that. So speaking of Bucks and things, so we talked about that a little bit this morning that I'm going to be doing our fantasy football segment. So you guys look forward to that. Yeah. And I'm your fantasy football girl. We're going to start, I mean, soon start looking at you know how you want to draft this year what positions are going to be weighted heavier we, we've seen that quarterbacks have been going higher in the past are you guys drafting tom brady for your fantasy team Ooh. chip i'll defer to you first you know what i gotta tell you with the weapons that he has around him ooh, i'm not looking i mean and you i think that and kristen you hit on this when we're doing like our spot, like drafts at Rafferty's, I think quarterbacks tend to go faster than in other drafts. When you're drafting with your friends, people get anxious and you take quarterbacks faster. So I think that I always try to get two quarterbacks. And if I was taking Tom Brady, man, I would probably be searching. If I was going to pick him, I bet he goes somewhere in the – Seven to ten range, seventh round to tenth round. I can see that. Which is pretty good for the. That's the meat of the quarterbacks, right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's not getting drafted because I, I don't think a lot of people drafted him last year as a Patriot. To be honest with you, I think I he's going to get. I would like to see his ADP this year compared to last year moving teams. It'll it'll be a lot different, but I think Mahomes, obviously Lamar Jackson. Um, I still think Russell Wilson. Deshaun um, Watson. Yeah, Desha- I mean, well, so, no, I don't know, no DeAndre Hopkins. Well, now see, that's another one too. So, but I got to tell you, I'm inside track. I'm giving you a sleeper pick right now. He signed today, Philip Dorsett to the Seahawks. Ooh. Expatriate slot receiver can do kick returns, punt returns. Is going to be on the slot with Tyler Lockett, and then. Um, uh, uh, your boy with the Batman suit. Yes. <laughs> I, I've lost his name, but. T.K. Uh, Metcalf. Metcalf. Thank you. Thank you. I love that Seattle offense and putting Dorsett in the slot. I think he'll be really good. A I, deep, deep sleeper. Going back to Tom Brady being drafted, I, I, you're going to see drafts where some dummy is going to take him like the first or second round. 
Yep. I guarantee it. Oh, that, I like someone like Craig Cuffton, I feel like. Oh, it's his year. Not not so much Craig. Craig's pretty good when it comes to fantasy. I don't think taking him in the first – I can see somebody in uh, our the league that we're in, Chip. Uh, I can see somebody being really stupid. You know, Friends and family drafts, like yeah. when we do our draft, you know, people that are going to, in professional drafts, I think you get, you'll get somewhere in that, you know, 7 to 10 range. But with our drafts that we do with all our buddies and stuff, he'll go in the first five rounds probably. And I think all, that also depends on how many uh, shots they've taken from uh, the picks they've picked before. I think it all depends on that too. Well, I don't want to I don't want to talk about that. We won't talk about it yeah. on this show. Uh, that, uh, I mean, happens. does anyone actually go home from a live draft and remember who's on their team? Because I can nope. tell you every year I go home and I'm like, I got Drew Brees and I don't know who else. I'll find out <laughs> tomorrow when I look at Yahoo. That's why I usually <laughs> take a photo because when I, I, I know in my head, I'm like, okay, I drafted I drafted a kicker in the fifth round. No, that's not true. And then the defense, oh, <laughs> shit. Ah, I forgot to pick up a quarterback. Yeah, and that never happens. Yep. Never so, going back to Bucks too as well. Uh, Peyton Barber got signed by the Skins today for a two-year deal. The team in Washington there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that sounds like you're talking that the Bucks might draft a running back. Do you think they can get a Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin? If um, I know, or it's you know it, it is possible because I think with the way the the draft is is going to be this year, it's it's going to be offensive line heavy, except for you know of, of course the first five picks. What, do I think they'll get a Jonathan Taylor? Probably not. I can see them maybe getting some, somebody like Cam Akers from Florida State uh, who will probably be there. Because if it's the Bucks and if I'm Jason Light, okay, I got my guy. I need to make my draft an A+. So I'm drafting O-line to protect him. And then I would say if you're going to go to a running back, you know, go in the second round and get your, your running back, maybe third round if somebody's available. But somebody like Jonathan Taylor is going to be scooped up. And I would say scooped up in the – I would say maybe late first round, early second round. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I, I definitely think Jonathan Taylor is going to be one of the first, if not first, running backs to go. Um, he could fall later. But J.K. Dobbins, my boy from Ohio State, who in two matches against Wisconsin had more yards, more carries, more touchdowns, more everything, was overshadowed by Jonathan Taylor this year. But I think he's just as good. He's a little bit smaller. He's a pretty, pretty short guy. But, you know, he's one of these downhill runners. Um, he's not he's not a huge catch, but he's fast. When he's gone, if you watched any of those Ohio State games this year, when he's gone, he is gone. So if you can uh, steal J.K. Dobbins, that would be awesome for the Bucks. Chip, I like your boy DeAndre Swift. I like him a lot. Um, if he yeah. was there, I think the Bucks maybe should. Yes, honey. I know. She does not agree with that. She does not agree with, with that. De- yes. Bad she take. Did, <laughs> no, that's, I'm so, oh, I should not take DeAndre Swift for the Bucks. Okay. All right. Thank you, honey. I know. I'll get you a bubble. Give me one second. Um, but, yeah, I like DeAndre <laughs> Swift. Uh, and, and, but my, my money's on Cam Akers if he's available for the for the, for the the Bucks. I think I think the one thing that we're going to see, and honestly, we need to talk about doing a live draft show. I think that would be cool if we did. And maybe we just go in order of our teams, and we just think we can pick who's going next, and we'll just all take a team and just rotate. But I think that Swift will probably be the first guy off the board. And if I'm – a team like Miami or I'm a team like Oakland who has multiple picks in the first round. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Swift and probably looking at a mid first round because those first 10 or 12 positions, I mean, if there's five quarterbacks and I think new England still gets a quarterback in the first round, I think it's love, but you take, you take four quarterbacks. Okay. And that'll probably be in the top six picks. Probably you have Jeff, Jeff uh, Okuda, is that right, Kristen? Yes. Okay, good. From Ohio State, you have the Isaiah, Ohio State University. The Ohio State. <laughs> you have Isaiah Simmons, and then you have four top offensive linemen. So if you take that journey, what we just did, that's going to the eleventh pick, and that's that. No one has picked a running back. You're not even close. So I see Swift could go. I think the Dolphins' next pick is around fifteen. Um, so I can see Swift going there. But after that, really, you can make it through the first half of the first round without one being gone. So I think that wide receivers, you haven't even gone to those yet. You haven't gone Judy. You haven't gone Jefferson. You haven't gone Ruggs. You haven't gone. So, I mean, honestly, running backs might be the back end of the first round, maybe top half of the second, maybe Cam Akers. If he's still sitting there, maybe back half a second, top of the third. So, so we'll Chip, have to see, but those, there's four or five wide receivers 
potentially they're saying seven go in the first round. So, Chip, some breaking news. The Jets just signed Brashad Perryman for a one-year $8 million deal with $6 million guaranteed. Two things. Well, they, had to, they had to replace Robbie Anderson. We yep. were talking about the other day where Perryman could go. I was thinking he'd be a good fit in New Orleans, but – yeah, the Jets. I guess kind of they lost Robbie Anderson. They bring in Perryman. He had a he had a productive year with the with the Bucks there. But um, it is interesting about um, this draft this year. So now they're doing a draft in a closed studio, I guess. Yeah. As, as and it, it sucks because it was supposed to be in Vegas. It's supposed to be under the big lights. You know, this awesome draft. And um, not that the offensive linemen don't deserve love because offensive linemen are the heart and soul of football teams. They deserve love, but. I almost feel like, you know, it's not this big – there are, you know, two on um, Burrow and Herbert and a, a few of the quarterbacks, but it's not like a skill position star player stud draft. It's almost kind of like maybe it works well in a studio, I guess. Well, that's what that's what Major League Baseball game. does for their draft. They do it in studio and they film it. So this could be – I think if they do it correctly, this could be good. It could be a good show. It's it's, it's going to have all the rah-rah and – in a pop and circumstance like the the draft where it's just not gonna be in front of a live audience. I like the idea that they just gotta do it well. If they if they do it like I wouldn't say how they do it up like the Super Bowl, but if they make it a really huge deal in event, they can make the draft in studio a big thing. Almost like kinda like what they do for like ESPN does their fantasy football drafts. If they did it like that, they could that could work out pretty good. Before we before we move on, Chip, I think you should be a GM of a of a team because yeah, a Sports Illustrated put out their their top five uh, running backs that'll go uh, in the draft, and the first one off the board is actually J.K. Dobbins to Miami at pick twenty-six. So, wow, um, they may have heard yeah. you. Uh, they may have picked your brain while you're asleep. So, yeah, they're saying J.K. Dobbins at at twenty-six with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to go to the Steelers at round two, at pick seventeen. DeAndre Swift will go to the Atlanta Falcons at pick twenty-three in round two. And then Clyde, wow. Ed- yeah, Clyde Edwards Hilaire from LSU uh, will go to Tampa Bay at round three, and then Cam Akers is going to go to the Raiders, which I don't think I don't know why the Raiders would draft him since they got Josh Jacobs last uh, last year, but they've got the Raiders picking him at round three at pick sixteen, so that's the top five. Yeah, Swift is a guy who's coming off a major knee injury, and I mean, I think personally, I think he's the best all around back, but. We all know that injuries obviously can affect people. Tua is going to be the best example of this. But did you guys see the video he put out today as far as on Twitter with the exercises and his footwork and what he's doing? No, I didn't, I didn't see that. He looks completely healthy. He's 100% cleared. And everything that he was doing today, he looks like the Tua of old. Everything that was shown. I, I'm still, so, if, I, if I'm a GM, I don't, I don't know, I have my – it's just the injuries, man. I don't know if I'm going to take him. I, if if I was yep. the Patriots, I would maybe take him at my pick, or or try to trade up but to get him. I did get to ask Mark Dominic about that, and um, when we were in Indianapolis for the combine, and I said, you know, two or Burrow, and he just said, I love two, I love two, man, but Burrow, Burrow's it. So he said, but the injuries were kind of the same thing, and that's getting to pick, you know, an expert GM's brain, but. Yeah, I mean, if you, but who knows? Like, we've seen these guys who've been injured in college, and they come out and be studs, you know, and you see yeah. the best guys are out there right now with Newton, Clowney, and Winston with no jobs. So yeah. it's interesting. All right, we've got, fun, but we've got about eight minutes left on the show. Of course, this is uh, Sports Caffeine with Neil Bushman, Chip, and Kristen. We're coming to you uh, every single morning when you get your cup of coffee and get ready for the coronavirus uh, quarantine in your house. So hopefully nobody's going crazy as of yet. Hopefully uh, you're not getting stir crazy and trying to play a, a Jack Torrance uh, in The Shining. And start to no, talk, talk I actually yourself. just went out with a friend of mine and walked over the Ringling Bridge this afternoon, and it was packed. I mean, everyone really? was social distancing, but all of our right. beaches are closed, so people want to be outside you know so there were some people along the water but i mean only groups of two couples me and my girlfriend just walked a little bit over the bridge and but yeah you know people are being very responsible so stay home wash your hands be responsible it's your psa from the sports so i wanted i wanted to ask a question so i know the whole social distancing that's uh you know in effect for for large groups but have they done that for strip clubs Social distancing? I mean, is it uh, a six-foot rule in every oh, club? Are they even open? Yeah, with, the, uh, with the, the night, the nightclub thing. Oh, okay, actually. so they're closed. I think shut those down. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I was just wondering for uh, uh, just um, uh, you know for, for my 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 knowledge. Yes, I know, honey. So, yeah, just just for your record, for all your friends that are putting themselves to nursing school, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, and going through, uh, they're going to be a uh, a lawyer someday. Exactly. So, yeah, okay. exactly. He's got to pay for books. Yeah, pay, pay for books. Yes. So before we head out, uh, the one of the other stories, not 
it's not really big news anymore. We all know they they stole and, and cheated and everything. But the Astros uh, cited some 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 sincere apologies uh, in response to the the lawsuits that are coming about it's about sign stealing. So they have issued sincere apologies. Uh, nobody's going to listen to these sincere apologies. We all think they're BS. We all think they're bullshit. Uh, they kind of have passed their prime of, of issuing an apology. Uh, so what do you make of this, guys? Is this, is this kind of too little too late in the uh, the area that we're at right now with, with the Houston Astros? Is it a little bit too little too late with this, these hey, sincere apologies? Well, it's like, why bring it up now? Like, exactly. it's a huge story going to spring trading, and then all this global pandemic happens, and people kind of forget about it. And, you know, no, the first thing in the morning, people aren't waking up going, like, what's going on with the Astros? You know, more people are more concerned, like, free training's not happening. And so then for them when they come out now, I'm like, no, we're really, really sorry. You know, like, okay, like, why did you bring this back up? Now it's all back in our heads. Like, I kind of just kind of swept it under the rug and everyone would have, you know, when baseball season comes back, we'll talk about it. But so I'm just kind of like, what do they do? They've just handled this whole thing so poorly. It's almost, yeah. it's almost like they're saying, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And like, dude, we don't care. NFL is like blown up right now. Nobody cares about you. Like, why? I why? can't yeah. wait to opening day when somebody gets their bell rung directly in the back. Who do you I think? Yeah, they're probably rung. lucky that spring break ended early because someone already got out too. They already got hit, and the first pitch is spring training, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, multiple Astros were getting hit in multiple games, so I think that'll still happen. Plus, a uh, Noah Syndergaard for the Mets, one of their top pitchers, has to have Tommy John surgery. Found that out today as well. Oof. He will be Curtin's Magoo for a long time. So. The uh, the Mets cannot catch a break with their pitching. That's that's huge for them with him going down. Thor is oof. That sucks. Chris, I mean, Chris he's Sale a, out. A guy, Chris Sale know? out. I now mean, Noah Syndergaard. Dude, you've got two of the top pitchers in the league that are out for like probably a year and a half now. That's that's terrible. But hey, I don't care. I'm not a Mets fan. But you know what? If they push back the season, they can come back for the playoffs. You never know how far these things get pushed back. That's true. Like, that's what I'm saying. These athletes that are hurt now, whether it's baseball, Olympic, NBA, they're all getting extra rest. Hockey, MLS, these guys are yep. all like – I mean, I know they want to be out there playing stuff, but any injured guys, they're just – they said Kevin Durant could come back if the Nets make the playoffs somehow, some way. Kevin Durant could be playing in the NBA playoffs this year. Well, they've cleared – they've cleared the – uh, yep. COVID. Yeah. They cleared Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton uh, whenever opening day happens. They're going to be 100%, so they're there to play. So I know because those two guys were injured uh, in spring training, but they are cleared to go. They are 100% for opening day and whatever, whenever that may be, maybe in June, but uh, they're good to go. So back to normal. Yeah, it's wild times we live in. And it's really cool to be covering sports because this is such an unprecedented thing at sports where you have no sports. Like. I put on the TV today, and I'm like, I don't even want to watch ESPN or NFL Network. All NFL Network is doing is replaying a lot of Bucks games. Surprisingly, I saw the Bucks Rams game was on. Surprise, I saw the Bucks surprise. Giants team was on. So yeah, I guess they're trying to hype everybody up on the Bucks right now with uh, the Tom Brady thing. But yeah, it's really weird. You know, we gotta we gotta turn the our Mad Men or Mad Men and our <laughs> what, what am I watching? Hunter and a little little little, little fires everywhere. The Tiddly Weeks Championships are on the Ocho. I'm so in. Is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tiddly Winks, dude. You remember Tiddly Winks? I remember Tiddly Winks. I do. I think that's coming on the Ocho. It's, I'm it's a fun to... word to say, too. Actually, it's a, <laughs> it's a creepy name to say, Tiddly Winks. I don't, to me, it just sounds like somebody's getting diddled somewhere. I don't know why. Hey, yeah, let's go pick Tiddly Winks. No. I don't want you to diddle me. You're weird. Get away from me. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All oh, right, well, guys. I'm watching MTV in the background. We got a Pauly D stay at home PSA, guys. I've been Pauly seeing a lot of that. Stay at home. I've been seeing a lot of the DJs going on Facebook Live and doing like, uh, you know, sets, which is. I watched uh, Diplo and Dylan Francis the other night, and it was awesome. Oh, really? It was so good. Oh, They're doing cool. it every Saturday. Yeah. Huh. Pretty fun. Uh, DJ L Bushman can uh, do a set for us. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that at all. <laughs> no. I try. Make a drink. I mean, come on. Hey, you know what could we could do uh, for our for our next if we decide to go uh, like uh, when we do like a live Facebook live thing when we do when we have our our mugs on camera we can have that a sip it or spit it where hey okay Kristen is doing a, her her uh, her drink this week Kristen tell us how to make this and this is your sip it or spit it drink we could do that and yep. then maybe I could get a few beats in the background. This, this is the only beat that you'll get. That's the only one that, you're going to get. That'll work. That'll work. That's the <laughs> only okay. one. Okay. All right, guys. Before we head out, any uh, last uh, last news and notes that we have to bring up before our next show? 
Um, no, because no, everything's changing. Yes, everything is. We'll give you the winner. Give you the winner on our next show Friday morning. I'll have to see. Yeah, I think it was. I think it said the Tiddly Weeks Championship on the Ocho. It could have said, you know, timing of, you know, whatever time works or whatever. I don't know what it was. Oh, I, I thought you been mistaken. Chip, I thought you were joking. Tiddly yeah. Winks is actually on the Ocho right now. I think it. No, I don't know if it's on, but I thought I saw a show for Tiddly Weeks. So. Not, don't book don't book that one, Dano. I don't won't. <laughs> so, let me, <laughs> I could be hallucinating. I could have, you know, symptoms here. I've been in the house for eleven days, so you are drinking a corona with all the virus. And I am drinking corona. So I, I will we'll tell you this. I will tell you this uh, before we head out because we've got about uh, forty-five seconds. Uh, I went to Target yesterday on, on my lonesome and picked up uh, some Tijuana flats. Where you can never go wrong with Tijuana flats for for takeout. But but going into Target. And being on the road at like five o'clock, where it's usually rush hour traffic, especially where we're at, and univer- like you know I seventy five going to University Parkway and everything, it was it was eerie because it was almost like The Walking Dead, where there was hardly anybody on the road. And then I'm at Target, nobody's there. I'm like, dude, this is like, this is eerie. And there was a guy where like not not he had a he had a mask on, but it's not. I'm not talking about the like the the mask that you get from the hospital. This is like a painter's breathable mask where it's got the two intakes on the side and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. Uh, so, yeah, it's getting pretty pretty weird out there. So, all right, guys, this has been Sports Caffeine episode. Uh, we want to thank you for tuning in. And once again, you can follow us on Spotify and listen in, iTunes, Google Play, also on FanStreamSports.com where our uh, shows will be continuously played and also the FanStream Sports app. For L. Bushman, myself, and Kristen and Chip, we will see you next time on Sports Caffeine. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com.